0: Welcome to Lioness Queen podcast, where we empower and encourage separated and divorced women on ways to move forward in their purpose and realize God's love will catapult them to greatness. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, creator and founder of Lioness Queen. Welcome back. You know, I always like to start with a quote, but this week I found a poem and this poem um, is by Pierre-Alex Janté, actually. It's from a book called Her. Um, and I really would suggest you um, purchasing the book. So it's full of poems about women and different things that relate to women, our beauty, um, things that we need, our self-esteem, our love. Um, and so I really would encourage you to check it out. So here what the, here's um, what the poem states. It is not her shape, her face, or her hair that makes her beautiful. It is neither the smoothness of her skin, the boldness when she stands, or the perseverance in her heart. It is the condition of her heart, the gratitude she lives by, and her love for God that expresses true beauty. Whoo, that's powerful, right? So today, I'm extremely excited uh, about today's episode because this is the first time uh, I will be having a guest on my show. Um, So I will have a lioness queen actually um, coming to share with me about their story, Um, who I must say, um, the poem that I just read, I truly believe is the essence of everything um, that this woman represents so without further ado let me introduce to you um, my best friend bff high school friend from back in the day woo, woo. i'm not going to tell our age uh, but it's been a minute it's been a minute since high school my sister girl songstress uh, or i say aka my ride or die the anointed one reverend sherry thomas Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast.
1: Um, To be able to share with you this evening and your guest. I'm really excited. Um, It's been a journey, but let's talk about your quote, it's not the shape of her face or her hair that makes her beautiful. Um, those are the things that we major on in society today. Um, but it really has to do with what your heart is like, you know? Um, I like this because, yeah, we, we put more emphasis on the outward beauty experience instead of the n-word and um so yeah a woman where her heart um has gratitude for the lord and is conditioned and, and and just grateful and has the love of god that is the essence of true beauty for real um as we can see like with what's going on with the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff going around we don't we can't go get our hair done we can't go get our nails done we can't go put our eyelashes on. Um that's the outward adornment of beauty, right? <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, when all that stuff is gone, to have a, a heart after God, that's the most beautiful thing ever. And so I really like that. I really like this. Um my journey <laughs> Oh, my God, I have been divorced one whole year, February, um, after 14 years of marriage, Um, 12 years together, two separated. And um, life has been a journey, but through and by the grace of God, we're here. We got a smile on our face and um, excited about the future and I can really say that it took all of this time to really get to that place because as you are aware with divorce it just the sun does shine again and so just to share a little bit about um my story uh, once again I was married 12 years nothing out of the ordinary in my mind we were we were a good fit um in my mind he really loved me he accepted me for me i accepted him for him um we were in our 30s when we got married and so we were at a good place in both of our lives and everything just seemed good um he was very accommodating and we enjoyed laughing playing traveling um um and if we had issues, you know, I mean, we dealt with them. Um, the, and I was excited, even with challenges, I was excited about just coming home. You know, I'm happy to be married to him. And um, back in October 2017, <laughs> that all kind of downhill. Um, We were kind of dealing with some stuff um, with another family member, and it was like his bubble birth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I gave him some faith. Um, And then a few hours later, I went to chat with him. And that's when like the explosion took place. And he and I had a very passionate discussion, which led to words. I don't want to be married anymore. What?
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, did I just hear him clearly? Right? Felt like I was actually having an out-of-body experience. Um. And so, you know, I went back upstairs to the very, very feel. Hope the next day, you know, we would like apologize to each other and keep moving. But I didn't realize that um that particular day would change my life and um we would have ended up um, yeah, it's been a journey. Uh, we coexisted for for like five. Um and I remember having the conversation with the Lord, you know, like, what, what is this? Why is this happening? you know. What do you want me to do in this situation? You know, like, who is he? Like, it was like flipping on a switch one day, you know, Levy Dev what in the world is that, right? And so, you know, just my cry to the Lord was like, like I mean, this is my best friend, now my enemy. Like, um, I don't recall doing anything wrong. You know, what's the real deal? And so, um, you know, 12 years and it's over like that. No, but God, you know, did reveal some things to me and that he was working some stuff out of me too. Some things that were deep rooted that I had brought into the marriage, um, from previous relationships. But God still gave me a gift in my husband. And, um, so I'm really appreciative of him being a part of my life, even though we're not together today. Um, he is a part of my journey and um, there are no regrets, there are definitely no regrets. Um, when things shifted and God started answering my questions, you know, I asked God to give me a grace to handle him because I was clear that my husband was going through something And it meant a lot for me to continue to live by example, uh, meaning, you know, keeping my walk with the Lord intact, even in my hurt. And that was really, really hard. Um, um, I didn't want to be throwing chairs and stuff at them or cursing them out, even though those thoughts, you know, did kind of come to my mind often. So. Uh, don't get me wrong, you know, that part was very difficult. He saw my tears, watched this thing eat me alive, but I realized he couldn't give me what um, I needed in that moment because he didn't have it to give. Something had broken in him. Um, but God, you know, he did answer my prayer in terms of giving me it situation and to him and so um, in the course of us living together before I moved out, um, it was really tough. He was numb, I was hurt, you know, uh, because trust me, I wouldn't have thought that I would ever have gotten to that place with him and never would have thought Leaving either, um, but God gave me the out, and um, and I left. Um, I was not myself when we were living together, and he wasn't who I knew him to be. And it was just a very difficult place with my sanity and my peace at that time. Meant everything, so I was really running from for my life, and um, <laughs> yeah, that that. He's right, not ready to leave home and um, make that decision. But God was with me. Um, He made my transition super easy. Um, And I knew that it was all a part, what I was going through was all a part of his will for my life, even as difficult as it was. You know, he gave me that peace and that grace to handle my husband and to do what I needed Um, and so um, moved out long story short we sold our home we were separated for two years and those two years were the hardest years in my life Um, I was very selective in what and whom I shared this situation with and um, still believing that God could work this out but Stuff just don't stop because you're going through and so there were many many emo- emotions there were many many questions um so many moments of just crying to the Lord and um he always gave me the strength to make it through that my emotions and to make it to the next day um and so um during those two years of us being separated, we met on a few occasions to discuss our future. It seemed like nobody was in a hurry to 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 divorce. And the last meeting we had, we discussed divorce and the possibility of it. Well, needless to say, the papers came in the mail and I was devastated. And um, you're talking about opening up the womb again, or the wound again, you know, two years, you know, you're learning to deal without being with this person, but you still have a hope that it could work out with the space, you know. Um, but then when I got those papers in the mail, it was just like, whoa, it was just like me hearing those words again, I don't want to be married. And so, um, um, I had an emotional conversation with him, <laughs> and the next week, I went to the courthouse to answer the complaint, and a few months later, uh, we were in court, and it was just weird. Um, once again, everything easy, but we, we had worked all of our stuff out beforehand, so the judge actually granted um, the divorce that day. We hugged it out and went our separate ways. but. When he went his way, it was like he just disappeared, you know. And then I just kind of broke. I had one of my my girlfriends who was a mutual party go with me to court, and um, afterwards, I my heart just broke. I sat there for a moment till I could get my my feelings and my bearings together, and then um, what do we do? You know, what do we do as ladies? Feel our emotions. <laughs> So, this one right here went to the Cheesecake Factory, and um, I asked I asked the waiter, and this had to be about noon, so the, guy, the waiter asked, you know, what did we want to drink, and so said, well, I want a strong drink. <laughs> and um, he was like, well, you know, I can get you a martini or whatever, and I was like, no, I just need a Pepsi. <laughs> he kind of laughed, and then, um, I asked for my appetizer which was a slice of chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake. Um,
0: mm-hmm. later
1: for the food. You know, the appetizer. I needed something to just feed my emotions at that time. Mm-hmm. And the cheesecake and actually did it for the moment. So but um um after the divorce, you know, just after that day, I took off a few days from work just to let everything sink in because I know my emotions were like on my sleeve, and and if somebody said the man's name, I probably just fought, broke out into tears and stuff. But um, you know, after a while, you know, time goes on and and things get better and things get better. So here I am today, a divorced woman once again of one year and. Uh, The sun has come out (laughs) and I feel pretty good about it. I realized the experience wasn't something that I desired to go through, but it was necessary um, um, for him and for me, but I I can't speak for him, I can speak for myself. That experience was um, necessary, and I'm a totally different person having gone through it. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. let me ask you let me ask you this question: What do you feel? And you may have already um, you may mm-hmm. have already shared it, but what do you feel was the hardest part you had to deal with? Um, within those two years in between um, when he said he didn't want to be married to the divorce, what do you say was the hardest part of that time? The hardest part
1: of that was um, dealing with rejection, period. Mm -hmm because what comes with that is just a whole lot of stuff it didn't matter whether it was something that he was going through and i could probably clearly see that right at that time
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um at the same time the rejection part was was real heavy to deal with like why Mm -hmm. you know um you know what it was all about me you know um you know, was I good enough? I wasn't good enough. Um, you know, so many questions that that went on, you know. And I took this opportunity, like, during the two years. I mean, me and God had a quite a few tear sessions, you know. And um, one day I took a poster board and a million stickies. And um, I wrote down my feelings on these, you know, posted stickers and I put them in a specific place on the board. Mm -hmm. And then the other section of the board went to all the questions I had. Mm -hmm. You know, was I good enough? You know, um, why did this happen? You know, just all the questions that you could come up with in this, you know, being in a situation like this, you know, did he ever love me? You know, um, was it real? All those things, you know, mm-hmm. um, some of the feelings, you know, I can say that I felt um, not, I'm not not worthy. I'm a failure, you know, mm-hmm. um, feeling vulnerable and scared, you know, I mean, some form of disrespect, you know, mm-hmm. um, afraid, you know, just um, sensitive, you know, and then just just. Those types of feelings, you know, just hurt, you know. <laughs> you angry, you know. I, I don't, I don't want to be bitter. You know what I mean? Just all of that that comes with it, and so um, the rejection piece and overcoming that was huge and so like I said I did this project where I wrote down my feelings on stickies and put them on the board and then I wrote down my questions and put them on the board and it seemed like those I mean it was a number of stickies in each place and then God said to me well who am I to you (laughs) (laughs) crying my heart out pouring my heart these are my feelings right and then God just brings it back into perspective you know I don't want you to stay there I want you to um I want you to focus on because I allowed this to happen so who are you really mad at right <laughs> so he was like so who am I to you and then I began to write things like your love of God your peace your joy um hmm you are a promise keeper you know you you've been my provider you're you're my counselor you're like yeah you're the i am that i am you're my best friend you know you're my savior you're strong you're mighty all powerful you know and it seemed like once i started acknowledging who god was even while i was going through it helped me to get past you know my feelings and the the questions I had and all that kind of stuff, you know? That
0: was, it, so was, it was, was tough, a, but. It was a shift um, in focus. That's what it was. It was shifting. It was a shift focus. in my focus. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, um. It was a shift in my focus. Yeah, so I had, um, in one of my. While I, working through. I'm like, sorry. Mm-mm. What were we gonna I was saying it was a shift
1: it was a shift in the focus while working through the pain and the disappointment mm-hmm. and the hurt.
0: Yeah, so like one of, one of my episodes I talk about um, a mountain and I talk about how the roots of the mountain start with the divorce. Um, and then whatever other roots it, mm-hmm. um, have grown from childhood trauma um, and then there's like three layers within the mountain where it starts out with um, so from the divorce it feeds negative thoughts then it feeds negative emotions and then it feeds negative choices or behaviors and so it kind of goes in this pattern mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about how right? you only look at the mountain, you never see God. You never see God. You never mm-hmm. see His love. You never see um, how He's providing for you, taking care of you, making a way for you, how He's protecting you. You never see it because you're only looking at the mountain. And so... Um, Mm -hmm. that's one Mm of the reasons why I asked you the question what was the hardest part because many of us um, including uh, myself um, the rejection is like the driving force and then it literally it's like the overarching umbrella Mm -hmm. and then then it it drops down to all of these different negative, negative thoughts and emotions and you know some people even you know even the behaviors and choices that they make because of the rejection. And um, and so the other piece that you talked about was um, you understood that this was God's will for your life. And so do you understand now, like what was the purpose, like what was the reason and why God allowed, cause he allowed yours and mine, right? So why did God allow it to happen? And so the story
1: is still unfolding as to why he allowed it to happen. But what I can definitely say is that, that um, from this experience, um, You know, it it forces you to deal with, you know, like I said at the beginning, um, there was stuff that I came into the marriage with, baggage, you know. And rejection was a piece of that from past relationships. And um, I knew that in the beginning, when he and I started going through this, that is the one thing that the Lord revealed, that it was layers that were coming off and so um the true deliverance from god of rejection i know um number two i believe that you know i wasn't operating a hundred percent in the calling in which he gave me um and so sometimes the lord has to remove certain things out of your life (laughs) for you to recognize you know hey you, you have a purpose and a plan whether we were still married or not that is what he called me to and so that got my attention you know um and so to operate in the call and the purpose that he, he really had for my life um I knew it but was I operating in it 100% no Mm-mm. yeah no but I recognize it and um my goodness. <laughs> Just in these last few years, I'm amazed at what God has done and is doing in my life. Um um, you know, even in the midst of overcoming, you know, my pain and my hurt. And um yeah, I'm clear. Everything was about him and his purpose, fulfilling his purpose, so
0: so one I have another question for you. So, and this is an interesting one I thought about. I said, what advice would you give to yourself if you had the opportunity to speak to yourself before you got married? I know it's a loaded question, right? Did you, That's loaded. It so. is. Well, it's What would like, you, what, would, what would you tell Would you? you have your 30 year old? Your 30 year would old? Would you
1: give to yourself? Mhm. My 30 year old, self
0: Looking back.
1: Um Looking back before getting married. Mhm. Um, I would probably have told myself, "Make sure you Uh, 100 on your Mm -hmm. self-worth, understanding who you are Mm -hmm. Um, as a person, as a woman, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times um, we have a tendency to, um, I don't want to say give up our dreams, um, but we kind of put stuff on the back burner for relationships. And so I think that I would have told myself um, at 30, yeah, be sure you know, you're clear about your self-worth um, and that you're content within yourself um, so that you won't have to depend on anything or anybody to make you um, That is the one thing I would have told myself before I got married. If I, if I had, you know, would have been clear about that yeah
0: because i think um once we get married once we get married you know we're so excited about the relationship and i think we it's easy for us to neglect let me say um neglect ourselves um we don't Mm -hmm. take care of ourselves like we should because we Have this role that we're in as wife. And so we're supposed to be the helpmate and we're supposed to take care, you know, help take care of our provider, the priest of our home. But in the same regard, we literally are um, neglecting ourselves and our needs and certain things that we may want to do and pursue and we put it on pause, right? And then especially, let's not add children into the mix. Mm -hmm. Because children add another layer that Mm -hmm. makes us put put ourselves on pause even more. And if the husband and wife doesn't continue Mm -hmm. to date, it's like you put really the dating relationship on pause. Um, And so it's all these little different layers that can add up and then we're kind of forgotten No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, we
1: become the,
0: the movers and the shakers. Yeah, but then we're not moving. Right. So there's some women who don't work, you know? Yeah. They stay home, they take care of the children, they cook, they clean, while the husband goes and makes a living. But then in the same token, you know, some women don't have education, some women, you know, don't have certifications, don't have certain skills. Um, and there may things that they may want to do, um, but because they also put this role so it's like priority, but then in the same regard, they're an individual, they're a woman as well, you know. That was right. that, that was right. really that's really good because especially for young women get married, I think we well, it's something that's not taught, let me say. It definitely isn't taught. And mm-hmm. so that's really good mm-hmm. advice. That's really good advice to um help women realize their self worth and who they are and don't lose it. I think it's so easy for us to mm-hmm. lose it. It's hmm yeah well absolutely yeah that's crazy so i am our time is gone but i want to really thank reverend sherry thomas for coming and sharing her story um with our, my listeners i believe you know one of the biggest tricks of the enemy that he wants us to think that we are alone You know, think that nobody else has gone through what we've gone through, Mm -hmm. which is why he likes to isolate us and likes us to not tell anyone. Um, But we are not alone. Lioness queens, you are not alone. You know, there's so many of us out there who have the same experiences, you know, the negative thoughts, the negative emotions, the negative behaviors, you know, but we overcome by the words of our testimony. And so, This is why I'm very appreciative um, Mm -hmm. from Reverend Sherry coming on and sharing her testimony, which is really a testament, right? Of her struggle, which is real because we have to be real about our struggle and our emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the flip side, it's a testament of Mm -hmm. her faith and her purpose. Amen. And so I wanted to ask Reverend Sherry any final words um, that you want to leave to encourage our listeners today? Yeah, I do. You know, I think
1: one of the other things is, is that, you know, when you're in the thick of it, um, you don't know, first of all, how you are gonna get through it, um, what it looks like on the other end. Um, Those things, you know, your future is at question. Share that, you know, it was hard working through it but you know constant prayer helped me to work through it drawing close but god helped me um the love and support of some of my friends everybody does not have a need to know and and yes don't isolate yourself but not sharing sharing with the right share with the right people um Share with the right people, you know, um, those that are going to encourage you, those that are going to lift you up in prayer, those that, you know, they got your back one way or the other, you know. Not somebody that's going to go tell your business, you know. Be careful. Be guarded in that regard, you know. um, And, um, you know, uh, the other thing I did was I surrounded myself with affirmation. you may not get it from any place else, but you have to encourage yourself as well. And so, one of um, one of my favorite scriptures, and I have it on my wall, is Proverbs thirty-one and twenty-five, and it says, "She is clothed in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future." You know, and so, um, knowing that God is with me, um, I'm clothed in strength. And dignity. and I don't have to be afraid about what's going to happen um, because he's on my side and I trust him to direct my paths. And so um, um, be encouraged, ladies. You know, allow yourself to feel. This is, you know, when you go through separation and divorce, it's grief.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, it's like losing a loved one. I've, I've not lost anybody dear and close to me in death, um, but to lose... My husband was almost like that, you know, it was just, (laughs) I can't even explain it, you know, it's unexplainable. It's just something that you go through. But the sun does shine again, you know, the sun does shine again. So be encouraged, Um, my sisters, that's all. (laughs)
0: Reverend Sherry. I have a few takeaways. Um, I wanted just to recap on before we end this episode. The first one is that the sun will shine again. And we have to believe that um, there are better days ahead. You know, Um, definitely it's okay if God closes a door um, because he, Blesses doors when they're open and he blesses doors when they're closed, you know, um, and, and it may seem a, like a very deep valley that we have to go through. But the word of God says, even though we walk through the valley, so you're going through um, this time now doesn't mean that you'll stay where you are emotionally and mentally. Um, Because God's got you. Um, The second takeaway um, from Reverend Sherry um, is understanding your self-worth. And so that means we have to be content with ourselves. We have to be content with the skin that we are in. I think a big problem with women, all women actually, is that we compare ourselves to others and even in this season um, it's so easy to compare our marriage with someone else's marriage or uh, another couple or um, comparing yourself to another wife or you know but we make um, we compare ourselves and we shouldn't we have to be content um, with who we are and we have to realize that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in god's image he made you unique he made you special he made you as god's masterpiece and you are enough lioness queens um and the third takeaway that i have um is i love the fact that reverend sherry talked about surrounding herself affirming who she was and she used um uh, the scripture proverbs 30 31 you know she surrounded herself um i mean from morning noon and night when she woke up she she saw affirmations when she came home she saw affirmations when she went to sleep she saw affirmations which is powerful we have to be our biggest cheerleaders lioness queens we have to realize um that we have to affirm ourselves and affirming ourselves in truth. And truth is what? The word of God. Surround yourself with God's word because it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Um, For me, that scripture um, lets me know that God is helping you understand where you are in this season and also where he's taking you. Lioness Queens, he's taking you somewhere. He's taking you to greater. He's taking you higher. But we cannot be afraid of the unknown. No fear. No fear, Lioness Queens. He is not giving you the spirit of fear but he's given you power, love, and a sound mind. You can have a sound mind in this season because he's already spoken it over you. Amen, amen. This is Reverend Doctor Marisha, your lioness queen. Hey, now it's time to do our weekly chant over our lives, and now this is the first time I have someone to say it with me. Reverend Sherry, you ready? I'm ready. All right, I am a lioness queen. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. As the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my fight intentional in my fight. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am enough. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. I am a lioness
1: queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen.